comedy mushroom cult bedcast doing the podcast in the bedroom today because uh somebody stayed home sick from work <clears throat> and decided to to get in the way of all of our plans here and uh I have a big problem with performance anxiety when it comes to being in a spot that's not supposed to be performance stuff like there's nothing worse in the world than when you go it used to be fun so let me preface this by like there's nothing more fun as like a new comic or uh anything like that or um like you're the badass guy like there's nothing more funny than like people having to deal with comedy uh that weren't expecting comedy uh and then that's fun for like I don't know, years. I mean, it's not like a quick, it's not a quick change, but like now, uh, especially if you're like running a show and you're like, yo, there's going to be comedy here. I hope you were aware. I'm so, so sorry. Um, there's nothing worse than like a place that is not designed to do comedy or any sort of performance becoming a performance space. Um, whether you're at a nice quiet dinner with somebody and enjoying your meal and like a violinist, like it happens in the movies, like a violinist comes up and plays something or like a mariachi band. And like, I didn't know there was going to be live music tonight. Neither did I. Um, I didn't know that there, I was going to be doing a podcast in, uh, the bedroom pretending that my girlfriend can't hear me. Um, she says she's got her headphones in, but she failed the test before, uh, I came into the bedroom and closed the door. Um, I said, Hey, I'm going to go do the podcast. And then she said, okay, go have fun. And that's how I knew that she was listening and she could hear me. Uh, and that's already, that's how you fail. That's how you fail it. Um, and you know, I don't really know how you trust anybody after that. Um, it's a real problem. But what you do is you go on the internet and shit talk her for a hot second. Like I'm about to, uh, social network this, like, um, it's like a lower level problem. It's not like we broke up in a bar or like, um, I have like coding and hacking skills of Mark Zuckerberg, uh, where I'm going to go back to my dorm in 2004 or whatever and, uh, code a whole thing. And like, while I'm doing that blog about it and then like, <clears throat> call her ugly on the internet and then like make face mash.com uh because i'm not gonna call her ugly. she's not ugly so uh and i still live with her and, and we're still in a in a relationship so uh we're not gonna do that so unfortunately you're not gonna be able to witness me um coming up with a fun new way to topple democracies and um become a billionaire and hang out with uh justin timberlake who doesn't know how to use an inhaler david fincher okay so i've been listening to podcasts about david fincher lately he's the director of social network if you haven't seen social network get a fucking life okay ah god damn it almost made it we made it three minutes without so who cares i'm not gonna put it on youtube anyways we're not even running the video again um we're trying uh but, like, I listened to a, a David Fincher came out with a new podcast. Um, but get your shit together if you've never seen Social Network. Go watch it. It made Jesse Eisenberg look cool. made Mark Zuckerberg look cool. Like, that's probably the worst part about it. That's the only thing that hasn't aged well over, like, the last 10 years, 11 years since uh, since he's done that. Um, but, I mean, it's a great movie. It's an incredible movie of, like, kind of figuring out the backside of how Social Networks kind of came up uh, and... Facebook is what I meant to say instead of social networks, social network, the social network, a social, the Facebook drop the, the, um, it's got Brenda's song 
it's got um, that other very handsome fellow. Jesse Eisenberg, like I said, looks cool in it. It's got the guy who said he wanted to eat people, Army Hammer, in there. Um, so they've got like that. It's a it's a great movie. You need to check it out. Um, it's got Rashida Jones, but whatever. So David Fincher apparently is like a psychopath when it comes to, and like a good way. Like he wants to make good content. He wants to make good, not content. David Fincher does not make content. David Fincher makes movies and music videos that are just seen as like short films and commercials. Um, he doesn't just make content. All right. This man made Gone Girl. He made Seven. Okay. He's not on here. Like what kind of content can I do? I need to trick the algos this week. I don't think David Fincher cares about the algos, um, which makes him the man. I mean, he did fucking Fight Club. Okay. Um, David Fincher can do whatever the fuck he wants. But, like, he's specific, like, the podcast I was just listening to, uh, Mark Ruffalo had, like, a quote about how, like, they did a take 35 times uh, while he was working on, he did Zodiac, guys, Um, but, like, he, (laughs) like, was working on Zodiac, and they were on, like, the 35th take, and Fincher was, like, walking towards him, and he thought, like, he was about to get fired or whatever, because it was pretty early in the shooting, and he just walked right past him and moved an extra over, like, two inches. He's also noted for, like, yelling at an extra for, like, not walking correctly. He's like, there's no person in the world who walks like... So, like, he's very in on the details. And I was watching Social Network the other day, and uh, there's a part where Justin Timberlake, playing the founder of Napster, Sean Parker, um, gets busted at a party, and, like, he's in the police office, and he, like, is using his inhaler, and he, like, shakes it, and then squirts it and then like inhales it instantly when like you know that it takes like a second if anybody's ever used an inhaler like that's not how you use an inhaler that's how you know he was just faking it so they must have just like i don't know how david fincher let that one slide like how did i see it and fincher didn't see it like maybe that was the best take and he's like ah enough people don't know how to use inhalers uh but they need to figure that out right inhaler i never had to use an inhaler uh i don't have little bitch lungs um I, what, an, what an aggressive stance on inhalers. <laughs> yeah, fuck you for not being able to breathe right, you stupid little bitch lung. Uh, no, but my nephew has to use an inhaler <laughs> from time to time. And I think he seems cool. His, I mean, he's got bitch lungs. I don't know. That's the, that's the part. That's got to be from... Uh, my brother-in-law's genetics. That's not from my genetics. My genetics are, uh, I smoked for a while and my lungs are perfectly fine. So, like, uh, there's that. Other than, like, this chest cold that just won't go away. Um, I'm just gonna be sick forever. That's, that's what I'm resorted to. But there's nothing more, I mean, that's the end of David Fincher talk. I don't even know how we got on David Fincher, but, uh, oh, Social Network, talking shit about my girlfriend. Uh, yeah. That's how that whole movie starts, is he basically made uh, Facebook because he was shit-talking his friend. Uh, And then stole the idea from the Winklevi, um, which is a very... Like, that's the best line from... uh, Calling him the Winklevi. Okay, whatever. So, we're going to move on from there. Uh, I don't know. The only note that I have this week that I wanted to talk about, uh, and I thought of it five seconds ago. um, Like I told you, it's... My whole fucking day's been sidetracked here. I was supposed to have, like, an empty apartment to, like do my laundry and I had to vacuum the floor. So I'm responsible for cooking dinner tonight because I'm a dutiful boyfriend and gender roles, uh, have no place 
in our house or senate you know uh that's a woman's place is in the house or senate or supreme court or the white house i'm with her hashtag their but her emails you know um <clears throat> but uh it's my turn to do dinner and you know somebody uh was sick and decided to throw a wrench and all of that um so now i'm just like we're, we're flying by the seat of our pants here and i think that's kind of what we're going with uh for a little bit now we're gonna see what happens uh i do this from time to time where i see that like i need to like tighten the screws on a few things and i go a little overboard i don't know if we've met hi my name's ray uh i do comedy um I do mushrooms. Uh, I'm trying to start a cult. I have a podcast, Comedy Mushroom Cult Podcast. Welcome. Um, we, you know, I'm I'm trying to, like, tighten the screws, trying to stay on the straight and narrow, trying to, like, better myself. Yeah, if something can be better, let's tweak it a little bit. And, like, sometimes we do it too much and then we break it. And I was, t- I forget who I was talking to about jokes. Like, the worst thing that I can have is a joke that goes perfect the first time and then I go, oh, I think I, like, found a little thing I could tweak here where, like, maybe that didn't need to be a, a laugh. That non-laugh sets up a, la- a larger laugh at the end. What a- We're getting into, like, nuts and bolts here. But then something's perfect the first time, and instead of telling it uh, again just like that, we're we're performers. We get paid money to do this. I'm a semi-professional. I'm a, I am a working comedian. You know, uh, I can make it better. Like if it's that good, imagine when I like actually know how to tell it. And then you try too hard, and you like pull the like you put a governor on it. You you put it into like whatever form it is, and you kind of fuck it up, right? Uh, you ruin it a little bit, but. You know, sometimes you just need to let the guardrails off and let things kind of flow a little bit. And I think I've been doing that with a lot of my life lately is uh, just taking it a little too seriously. Like, I'm a 33-year-old man. Shout out Jesus. This is when he died. It's coming up soon. Um, No, that's the spring. Easter. Will I be 30? When is Easter next year? Don't let me forget my place here. Um, Me? Easter. Let's see if I will be 33 still when it's Easter. First day of Lent. Easter Sunday. Easter my Oh, shit, dude. I'll still be 33. And I might be going to... Ooh, I might be traveling on Easter. Yikes. Um, that's not a good look. So I'll still be 33. Um, shout out to my Jesus years. I'm a 33-year-old man. I work at a coffee shop. I say words for a living. Um handfuls of people listen to my voice on the internet um and enjoy it uh not enough to share it i mean we'll work on that at some point maybe at some point i'll get good enough where people will want to share it um i mean the numbers are rising so that's good uh they're at least sharing it privately or like uh i'm swindling more people into looking at it so like shout out us uh we're we're doing better uh not well but better and i mean like the tagline was before, even Jesus only had 12 followers, right? Uh, to start with, and now it's the biggest religion in the world. We're already, I mean, we've, we've increased past that. <laughs> we're not gonna, we're not gonna be super, we're not gonna be super specific because maybe now that I've got a, a sizable, we're gonna, it's not sizable. Nobody's gonna give me money to advertise, but I'm gonna say that we have a nice and devoted following that's definitely willing to buy things from people, uh, that advertise on this podcast. And, uh, if anything, it's worth noting and, and giving me money to say that your company exists, even though I'd be yelling into the wind. Um, but the point of the whole story, my life is a silly nonsense thing. 
uh, why, why take it seriously? You know, the whole point of doing this is to be silly. Like, I'm not, that's how we stay young. We stay silly. We're having a good time. We're just gonna be a little chaotic. We're, we're trying too hard to make it all work. We're trying to hit X amount of shows. We're trying to hit X amount of calories, stay under, work out, fucking work, do all, like, we're trying to keep control on everything. And, from time to time, like a like a joke, it works best when you kind of just let it flow, and you know what's good, you know what's great, you know what works. Uh, so doing it more, like you, it's like working out. Like if you work out, you feel good. If you work out too much, your body shuts down eventually, or you burn yourself out, or you get an injury. Right? Enough of working out is great. Too much is bad for you. Not enough is bad. You got to be in that sweet spot. Just dicking around is the same thing, right? Rolling with the punches, dealing with fucking things. Hey, this is the plan. All right, the plan was thrown out the window. Now we got to figure it out. We we just got to do that more. Um, not taking it as seriously. Not not doing that. And you know what? I feel like we have this resolution every six months or so. So um, maybe next time it'll be in a year, and we'll spread it out a little bit more. But. Let's just be silly. Let's fucking sling some jokes. Let's talk some shit. Let's have some fun. Um, I forget. See, again, just as a weird... I've been sick the last few days. Like, sick, sick again. Um, we're just like, it felt like a truck hit my lungs. And this is good. This is the most... I did the ex- ex- exaggerated breath on purpose. <sighs> um, so sorry that you had to deal with that. But wanted to show you that the lungs are strong. It's been... Uh, shitty the last few days getting whatever chest colt's going around and then spreading it to to the to the girl the roommate the the relation mate the uh the mate that i'm relating and living with um but it happens you know and you got to move on from it but um being able to talk we're like 14 ish minutes yeah we're 14 minutes in i don't know why i said 14 ish uh, I can see the time right in front of my stupid face, but we got to keep you guessing here. Um, but no, you just let it roll, and we're having a good time. We're we're gonna do that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Got like some like weird. I took the day off of Adderall yesterday and felt like normal. Uh, and for here's the thing about being on medication is from time to time. Oh, that was good green drink. Um, from time to time. You, like, trick yourself into thinking you don't really need it. So, like, yesterday, I was just sitting around the house watching football, being sick, um, didn't do any other drugs during the day, just trying to give my system a break. And, uh, I mean, other than cough medicine and shit like that. Not cough medicine. Uh, like Mucinex. Um, but, uh, my brain needed more oxygen. Um, but, like, I wasn't doing anything. And my body was like, hey, we're probably fine without medication. Well, we're not. For most definitely not. There's absolutely no way we're fine without medication. Um, this is your brain off of drugs. Is I wasn't trying to do anything. I wasn't like trying to read, which I can't do without. Like I wasn't trying to do anything useful. And I was like, I feel good. You would think that like you're you'd be like bouncing around and being all wacky. And like I still, I mean, there were things that were like fun for me. Like we went to a breakfast buffet and. He, I've never been more ashamed of myself uh, in my life uh, other than going to a breakfast buffet and only getting two plates, okay? They had unlimited biscuits. It was a... 
I said it when we got there. It was a glorified continental breakfast, and I said it in, like, a nice way, and it was kind of nice because continental breakfasts are good. Um, breakfasts are good enough, um, especially if they're complimentary. Uh, but when you're paying $19 a person for a breakfast buffet, you you don't want cold sausage and gravy or sausage, gravy, and biscuits. Uh, you don't want cold sausage. You don't want cold bacon. You don't want uh, semi-warm uh, little tiny waffles. Um, you don't want cheesy potatoes that are somehow hotter than the the fucking surface of the sun, somehow. I don't know how that happened. How everything else in there was... Maybe the heat... Like, you know how entropy works, where, like, things are constantly cooling. Maybe they found a way to introduce reverse entropy, and they did that through their cheesy potatoes. I don't know. that, But, like, they knocked it out of the park with that. Um, didn't have entropy on your fucking comedy and mushroom cult podcast bingo card, did you? No, you did not. Um, you didn't even know. You're going to have to Google what entropy. I think I told you what entropy was in there. So you're welcome. I, fucking ninth grade science class is happening right now. Um, reminds me of one of my favorite ninth grade science uh, lessons that uh, technically got me, quote unquote, uh, detention because my teacher, hashtag, the hashtag, loved slash hated me. Uh, but like he, uh, he was talking about how like Star Wars wasn't scientific and I was like, bullshit. And he's like, yeah, there's no sound in space. And I was like, well, that, that's, you're just too much of a nerd, you know? But he also told me like one or not me directly, but he said one of the coolest things of like, um, and I don't know, maybe he was really trying to give me detention. Like he wrote up a detention slip. I don't think he turned it in, but like he really filled it out and he didn't, I don't know, sass or like talk back and whatever. Um, imagine me as a 15 year old. All right. That had to have been half this age with half, just absolutely insane. Still thinking that he's supposed to be like tough and like trying to whatever. Um, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I am tough. I'm a big, strong man. Uh, but no, his, one of my favorite things he's ever said about science is like, we can all agree whether you agree with it of like, God said, let there be light, whatever creation myth you want, <clears throat> let's call it the big bang. He wants, he's like, oh, I want to know what happened before the big bang. That's why I like science and why I'm trying to figure it out. And I was like, do you know what? This motherfucker is cool. Uh, but then I ran into him at Jed's. And if you don't know what Jed's is, you need to go back to Perry. I think it's still a business in Perrysburg, Ohio. Um, we need to do a Jed's lookup right now. Um, but it was a restaurant in the early 2000s. Um, Jed's Perrysburg. Um, that was just like, there were two of them and it was just like a shithole. Um, oh no, it's forever closed. Permanently closed. Boo. Man. You could get, uh, they had like, before like Buffalo Wild Wings was like a big thing. It, but okay. Biggest thing. We'll, we'll concentrate. There were two locations. One of them was in like behind uh, a Burger King, like, off the beaten path road. Um, for whatever reason, one of, like, the longest-lasting memories that's stuck in my head is watching an L.A. Lakers game in, like, 2001, 2002, whenever they were in that crazy swing against the Kings. Uh, I, maybe it was the playoffs? I don't know if they were in the, if the Kings were in the playoffs then, but I know it was during that time. 
watching it at Jed's. And the thing that you could get at Jed's is you could get like their balls. And it's it was chicken chunks, uh, boneless chicken wings. But they were Jed's balls. Like you would get stinky balls. You would get blue balls. You would get hot balls. Stuff like that. And blue balls were blue cheese. Stinky balls were fungus balls were like mushrooms. Like pizza balls were my favorite as a kid. Like pizza on there. So like it was it was basically like a boneless wing kind of deal. It was Buffalo Wild Wings, but like our own local chain of it uh and there were a couple of them uh but i saw and then they moved like to like a nice location uh got rid of the second location went to one nice location kind of in the middle of nowhere uh but like it was getting built up around there and apparently just didn't get built up fast enough because now they're not in business probably covid killed it if i had to guess um and i want to say the last time i was at jed's i don't know if i'd have to think because the people I'd be going to Jed's with, it was definitely before 2016, because that's kind of when I stopped hanging out with that group of people, because they were, I don't know if Ashley's ever been to Jed's. Maybe. I don't know. So that's not, but like, <clears throat> saw a science teacher, this is well before, uh, saw the, the, my ninth grade science teacher there, and I was like, yo, it is like a Tuesday, what are you doing here? And he's like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm in town, but like, you've got school tomorrow. And he's like, you should have school tomorrow too. And I was like, touche. Uh, but I'm, I think I was out of school. I had to have graduated by then. So I was legally drinking. So I've been telling that story wrong for a while. But I saw him on a school night. Uh, we were both drinking on a school night, uh, which is, I don't know. That's irresponsible for everybody involved. Uh, so don't do that. Dude, we are just bouncing around. The one thing I had on my list <laughs> that I found right before the podcast, uh, while I was taking a shower, got home from work, uh, took a shower, you know, got to wash the grease off me, you know, it got to smell good, got to gotta be fresh to death, uh, just in case we die, throw on some new undies, throw on some nice clean clothes, nothing feels better than like a nice shower right after work, you know, maybe go for a walk after this. Who knows what we might do? Uh, we'll live. We'll laugh. We'll love. If you know my jokes, you know that's uh, two of those things that we can't do. Um, and then, uh, but I'm taking a shower, um, just washing my hair, my, my, my luscious hair, nice, thick. Um, I mean, I'm setting the scene for you. It's steamy. I like to take a warmish shower. It is uh, kind of winter time. You know, you want to knock all that off. You, uh, you just feel clean, uh, soaping up, sudsing up, washing my hair, rinsing it out. It's not a hair washing day. You don't need to wash your hair every single day. You need to give it a little oils. I'll wash it tomorrow after work because then I have Wednesday, Thursday off, right? Um, well, tomorrow is today for you, so I'll be washing it today. Maybe while you're listening to this, I will be washing my hair. Um, if you're listening to it at about one ten ish Oh, fuck, I won't be able to do that because I have to... Okay, cool. So, like three-ish, okay, central time, I might be washing my hair, um, but I was rinsing my hair out, getting all the grease out of it, making sure that it, like, or all the dirt, whatnot, and I felt like a head pimple, and there's nothing worse in this world than a head pimple, I don't think, um, I'm sure it, like, AIDS and, uh, all that other stuff, like, yeah, sure, okay, but there's a pill for that, there's not a pill for head pimples, uh, and if there is, it makes you go insane. Remember that shit that they had us on? Uh, not us. Uh, you probably didn't have an overbearing mother way too worried about uh, a teenager getting a normal amount of acne. Not even, like, systematic, like, crater face acne. And not even, like, a, I know people who have acne scars. That's It sucks, sorry, but, like, not... 
Um, I didn't have bullies coming up to me like, hey, crater face. Like, I didn't have to worry about that. Okay? Um, I just had a normal amount of, I'm going through puberty. Let's get some fucking, uh, like, Accutane. That's what it was called. Accutane? Whatever. I had to take it. It dried every part of your skin out. And then you put, like, a cream on, too. Like, and it was driving people insane. Um, go figure. That you can't just pawn, like, Whatever. So, you can take that, but then you just might become, like, a school shooter or something. Not that I was thinking about it, but I think that that was kind of a problem. Uh, it was like when you would take Jack 3D uh, when you were lifting, and, like, you find out that it's 100% meth. And, like, yeah, it felt fine because you needed uh, some sort of meth for a while because you're, you have ADHD. But you didn't know that, and then if you, like, up it more, uh, that's when you go insane a little bit, right? Okay. <clears throat> So we're on the same page with that. Um, but no, like a head pimple, I hit it, and they always hurt, like real, real bad. Like they're never just like, you know when you like touch one on your face, you're like, ooh, that one's not ready to be popped. Uh, but then you like wait a day, and then it's ready. I think it's because your skin's like tighter on the top of your head uh, because it's like protecting your stupid brain. And just like anything else that happens on the top of your head, like as soon as you pop it, like you just have to deal with like a whole blood issue. Like it, it's like you're rinsing out a steak or something. <laughs> you don't rinse out a steak. Like I worked in the grocery store. I worked in like the meat department uh, once every once. It was like Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings. Uh, they would do like a deep clean of it. So they would bring one of like the lackeys back there and have us help clean it up and like do everything and then like you're just spraying off like these fucking like meat saws and like there's just blood everywhere and like it, it's so it's the same and you're just like man it was just a little tiny pimple on top of my head and not only was i in, in a whole bunch of pain out of nowhere because like you won't feel it you don't feel it until it's too late you only know that it exists once you touched it and now your entire body wants to shut down because usually when you like stub your toe or something that hurts real real bad right but like you have like a when you get nut tapped, if you get hit in the nuts, you know it's coming. It's a delayed thing because it's got to go, like, from your nuts into your fucking stomach, uh, up all the way into your brain, and then back out to your mouth. And when you say, like, you just have, like, that delayed thing. Where when it's directly on top of your head, like, there's, like, it's tapped right into that part of your brain. And you touch it, and it's the fucking buzzer, and it's done, like, instantly. And you're like, God damn it. So, like, not only are you mad instantly and in so much pain, and, like, you don't even have that delay where you're like, all right, if I pop it real quick, I'll be able to get the pain in one swing, and it'll be done with. No, you have to deal with pain the whole time. Then you pop it. Then you have, like, a weird bloody mess on your hand because, like, it's just, like, basically an open sore at that point. And then everything on your head just bleeds. And then now you have to, like, wash it because it's in your hair, too. And you don't want, like, matted hair from blood, and then you have to be like, yeah, that's just a little bit. You know, being a woman has to be hard, because that's gonna be, that's a week of all, like, you gotta deal with that all the time. So, um, I guess shout out to the ladies. That's what that has to do. That's the only thing that I really cared about, was having a head pimple. And I don't even know if it matters. Like, it hurt. And it wasn't, even, like, it wasn't that messy. Like, I'm, I'm exaggerating for this. Uh, because, but, like, you know, it's happened before. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess we're at a point where, like, we can probably wrap it up here. Who is RareRoberts.com? Uh, post, share, subscribe, like, uh, comment. I don't know if there's even a place to comment on it. 
But like, subscribe and share it and put a put a thing, put a review, rate, review, review it on your favorite podcast site, whatever podcast site. Spotify would be cool. We still don't have like a recommended one uh, that would come up on it. Like that'd be cool if somebody was like, oh, this is like that, and then that podcast had to be like, who the fuck is this? And they'd be like, who is RayRoberts.com? And you know, that's when branding comes full snur- snurkle. When branding becomes full circle and the snake eats its tail. All right. Who's RayRoberts.com? I got some shows coming up. Uh, you're not going to come to them, so uh, if you want to know more about the shows, let me know. Um, if you book a show, let me know. Uh, but if anything, we'll do that. Um, I wanted to go off the beaten path. I don't know if we've done this song before. I need. I was thinking about it. I needed a song. I didn't know what song I wanted to do, so I was just like clicking around title. Um, and... I came upon the outfield. Um, we're gonna do your love. They have like one good song. They have the, they have another one that I've listened to, uh, but I like the outfield because they're ugly rock stars. And I think I might have gone on this rant, but like it's been enough. There's enough new of you, enough of you that are new that don't know it. Um, look up the outfield. They are not handsome gentlemen at all. And this is like during like pretty hair metal type times too i believe not them obviously because they're the outfield but like this was around that time um and they like they have like their hair feathered but like they are not attractive at all and do you know what you have to be not attractive to make a banger like this so uh sit back relax think about uh the outfield uh and me washing my hair in the shower with a head pimple so enjoy both of those things (laughs) that visual uh while you're listening to your love by the outfield thanks guys Just wanna use your love tonight 